favorite family it's your girl Sia Michelle back with the finale episode of F things welcome back y'all so I have no idea how long this message is going to be but it is an urgent word a call to repentance the Lord has placed this this word in me um over the past couple of weeks in several dreams but really he's been trying to tell me to tell you all this for about two years now I was brought back to a dream I had two years ago about getting an access code and the access code that you all need is found in scripture and it's all part of God's grand plan of calling his sheep home being the good shepherd that he is. The Bible says his children know his voice, his sheep know his voice. So it's time, no matter where you are, no matter what you did, what you are doing, you could turn it all around now. You don't have to die. You can live and have eternal life through the acceptance of Christ and through the repentance of your sins. It is that simple. So stay tuned. I'm going to be here with you. I have some scriptures, of course. We're going to be um, Bible hopping, just like when you, you know, house hop during Thanksgiving and holidays. We're going to be Bible hopping. Um, We're going to be in Revelations. We're going to be all over the place. We're going to be in Ephesians. It's... It's a lot of good stuff to put on your plate. Got some soul food for you today, too. But most importantly, I want you to know that this word is not repentance and and forgiveness and everything that surrounds repentance. This word is not to condemn you, but to give you good news to the calling that you were created for, to walk right standing with God, to have relationship with Jesus, to be able to open up the door to communicating through the Holy Spirit with his help as he counsels you, as he comforts you. I know a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of times it may sound like I'm yelling at y'all and I'm sorry. I repent of that. Um, that's not my intention because I don't like it when other people on social media do that to me either so this word has humbled myself um and this is for those that maybe need a different approach to to just getting to the gospel getting to the good news getting to repentance different people learn different ways and so this is what i have for you get out your bibles and We're going to end this on a mellow note. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right, favorite family. So it's your girl, Sia Michelle, and I'm really just kicking back in bed and we're going through our Bible. I'm going through some dreams that I've had that have really 
really been telling of the times that we're living in and God is really calling pleading pleading for for his people whether you know you're his people or not to be awakened and to come into the truth knowing that he is the only one that can save you call in the name of the Lord repent from your sins I always say you can change your life overnight. It starts in your mind. And I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care what you are planning to do tomorrow. Repent now. Because God wants to do that good thing in your heart. And so, I'm going to start with a dream that I had like two years ago. And I'll spare some of the details in the dream. But what I remember is that there was a... I was walking along the halls of a college that I went to. And I was walking in a place that, like an office that had a, an alarm system in it. And so the maintenance man came up to me. I must have been the only one in the office. The maintenance man came up to me with this, you know, trash can. He told me what the access code was for the alarm. And in it, he gave me these numbers. He said, 0319.22. And he repeated it to me, 0319.22. And don't y'all know, I sat on this. Well, no, no, no. I I thought that it was a date. I thought something significant was going to happen, on, happen to me on that date, personally. It did not. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I did something really fun on that date or whatever, but, you know, um, I realized that, that what he gave me was scripture, but the maintenance man in that dream, he represented, you know, somebody that had been sent to clean up messes, right? That's what maintenance men do. And so in order to clean up this mess while he was in his purpose, um, and I believe that it was an angel, you know, an angel of the Lord that came to me in, you know, a, a palatable view for my scary human eyes, right? Although the Lord did not give us a sense, uh, a spirit of fear, but, you know, the, <laughs> the Lord, he knows our hearts and he knows what what we can discern um, in our dreams. So he knew that I was going to be able to discern that this person in this dream, this maintenance man was, you know, one of his angels or just him manifest Um telling me this is what the access code is here I am like two years later it's 2023 right January 2023 and I was looking over some dreams just kind of going through seeing if I miss certain things of all the dreams that I've had during this transformative period with the Lord and I ran across that dream and then I said Valencia Sia, you're looking at it wrong. This is scripture. So I tried. I said, okay, well, maybe it's the third book of the Bible, 19, 20. No, no, no. I just eventually was looking up some verses on repentance um, randomly for this word today. And I saw Revelations 3. And I said, Lord, that's got to be it. 
It's all hand in hand. It's all working out. And so we're going to go to Revelations 3, 19 through 22. As always, I advise you and encourage you to read before, after, the entire verse, however the Lord leads you to do your research when you jump into your study. Okay. So here John is John is speaking with the Lord and uh, if you read the context around Revelations 2 and 3 they're talking about the churches. So for this particular 3 through 19 the Lord is speaking and let's see if you I'm reading out the NLT version and they have certain subtitles so if you go above verse 14 the message to the church in um, Laodicea probably said that wrong don't judge me and we'll start at verse 14 write this letter to the angel of the church in Laosia this is a message from the one who is the amen the faithful and true witness the beginning of God's new creation I know all the things you do that you are neither hot nor cold I wish that you were one or the other but since you are like lukewarm water neither hot nor cold I will spit you out of my mouth You say I'm rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me me, so that you will not be shamed by your nakedness and ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. Now I'm going to stop there real quick. Now is when I get into Revelations 3, verse 19. And this is part of the access code. Clearly, reading before that, God is giving you a chance to stop being hot and cold. Stop being on the fence. And recently, the past couple of weeks, the dreams that I've had have led me to this very word. It all goes hand in hand. Before... The Lord said, you know, you had time, Sia, to kind of think of things now. He's pouring out his spirit on his prophets and on all of those that have spiritual gifts. And, um, you know, his mouthpieces for the Lord saying, now's the time to tell them. Tell them now. It is time to repent. Okay, so here's the access code here. Revelation 319. I correct and discipline everyone I love. So be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone who has ears, sorry, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. And I'm going to stop there. And that was verse 19 through 22. It ends at verse 22. 
So I was like, wow, Lord, you brought, like, you really brought all that together. And so as I read that in, you know, Concordant, like, in in reference to repentance, I had about two different dreams about repentance these past couple of weeks. And I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place. Just stay with me. I'll bring it all together. I had one dream, again, sparing you all mostly details about other parts of the dream, where I was in, like, my family's living room, my parents' living room. I don't live with my parents, but I was in there with, like, my siblings. And one of my brothers, he, like, the Lord told me to tell him, you need to repent. I don't know what's going on, but you need to repent. And I kept telling him this several times. I said, you need to repent before it's too late. Now, you know, my family, we grew up in the church. Um, We grew up in the Lutheran church, to be specific. So that was fun. (laughs) Imagine pouring out your spirit and heart in performances. And those Lutheran folks, they wouldn't clap or nothing. Very strange. Very, very, very strange. Um, That religious spirit, boy, got strongholds. (laughs) So, but the the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, I know my brother believes in the Lord, you know. Um, and, you know, I pray over them all the time. The way I pray, shoot. Go astray if you want to. Lord, I snap you back so fast <laughs> from this protection. And so I took it as, you know, the Lord is telling me to tell his brother, tell my brothers and sisters in Christ It's not necessarily a specific situation going on with my own brother, you know, because we we love the Lord. We have discussions all the time. Um, It's not that. It's the rest of the family. It's it's you all. It's it's a reminder for us, though, you know, because I'm I'm no different. I'm just as wretched. You know, I'm just as wretched, wretch. Okay. Um. But we know that our Lord, he loves us and he's always trying to remind us. And I'm, you know, I'm not too prideful to in front of folks or in private. I'll do it right now. Lord, I repent of my sins, known and unknown. You just have to get your pride out of the way. And if he reminds you, then go ahead and repent. But this is mainly for those who who have been lukewarm, who have been on the fence. This is a reminder. This is a wake up call. Repent of your sins repent have faith believe that Jesus died for these sins so that you can repent just like that it all goes hand in hand and you're you're not too late if you do it right now this word is so urgent and although I'm not screaming and talking loud and getting animated because I'm tired, (laughs) but the Lord said, don't you go to sleep without getting this word out. Um, It's a very, very urgent word. Because there's a lot of people who are on the fence. Their eyes are being opened. um, And they're still choosing the world. They're still choosing to follow after they daddy the devil. They're still choosing to... um, walk in new age and 
and knowingly practice things that are that are evil. Knowingly worship these false idols and and chase after selfish ambition instead of working with the kingdom and 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 they're still perverting their gifts and I'm just I'm just here to tell you for the for the ones in the back turn now and repent repent of your sins known and unknown okay I promise you it's going to be okay. You're not losing anything. You're not missing out on anything. And so that takes me to the third dream that I had a couple days ago. And I was I was on this train. I got on this train for whatever reason. And I knew that my brother was about to graduate. I was like, well, I need to go run out and do something real quick and I'll come back so we can all go to your graduation. And again, this is one of those things where the Lord needed me to feel and to be reminded of a sense of urgency. Um, and it's it's crazy because, you know, I asked the Lord, I said, you know, Lord, um, you know, I would like to know what your purpose is for for me and for your people. And he put me in the place of those that still are, are very lukewarm. And this is what's going to happen to you if you, do not, if you do not stop and repent. This is what can happen. And also, here's a solution on how to get out of it. Okay, so stick with me on this story. Um, but I asked the Lord, I said, you know, Lord... Um, you know, just let me see what whatever it is, whatever revelation, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. So he needed me to feel these emotions and see it from my own eyes. So I'm in this dream and I'm on this train. I'm on this train. There's like some family members on there who, you know, I know have given me cause for suspicion. And clearly they seem as demons in this in this dream because um, they're acting kind of perverse. They're, you know, they don't even look like who they are. They're kind of askew. I don't know how to, what word to put. And then there's like some pervert, perverse, like teenagers, boys on there, and they were just being kind of rowdy. So several times we could have, I could have stopped and got off this train, but I kept wanting to be curious and see what was up next. I was like, well, I have more time. I have more time to get to this graduation. Um, let me just stay on. Let me just stay on for a little while. I don't know why I didn't get off the train, you all. But again, the Lord needed me to feel this. This is how a lot of people are, you know. And these are people that, you know, you go to church with. You lead praise and worship with. These are people that you work with that claim they, they love God to some extent or whatever. And I'm not judging them. You have your own personal relationship, but I'm telling you to go ahead and, and, and check that. Go ahead and check your heart posture every day. Repent as many times as the Lord reminds you, because you don't know if something is holding you captive or holding you in bondage because you, you want to see something else out. The world doesn't have anything for you. Baby, I'm sorry. The world doesn't have anything for you. And, and it's not worth it. 
So here we are on this train, and then this train starts to become like a roller coaster, like a really scary roller coaster, you know. Um, and then again, there was this point where I could have gotten off the train, but I stayed on the train. And it's just, you know, more people are getting on and some people are getting off. But, you know, I stayed on the train. Well, before I know it, we were heading into this ocean. And in the ocean, there was like this big whirlpool, tumultuous waters. And there was this big, fiery entity coming like an octopus covered in lava. You know, like in Moana, what Tefiti looked like, that big monster, that's what it looked like was in the water in a way. And we were headed straight to it, like the train picked up so much speed, and we, you know, kind of flipped over, and then we started to head to the water. And as we're going down, I go, you know, Lord Jesus, please help me in the name of Jesus, please help me. And then, boom, um, a group of us ended up on shore, walking to like this this banquet hall that had food in it and and as I'm in there I'm walking around I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh thank God God saved me okay now I need to go ahead and get to this graduation um and so I'm walking around and I'm trying to order an uber because <laughs> so I'm like okay if I order this uber then I can get to the graduation I'm only a couple hours away I'm walking around trying to put something on my plate um, I didn't eat anything because you never know in your dreams what what you're eating, you know. Um, it could be some plant by the enemy still trying to harbor you into coming into covenant with something. So always be careful and pray for the Lord to reveal what these dreams mean. But the thing is, because I, I knew I was saved, you know, so that's that's why I'm saying that about the food. I was in a safe place or was I? Um, it almost felt like, oh, it's just another stop. But while I'm in there, my mom is in there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you. You're you're here, too? I didn't know she was there. I said, were you on the train, too? She said, yes. And oftentimes, my mother kind of represents a nurturing side of the Holy Spirit. Um, so that's just how I, that's how I viewed her presence being there. Um, she often represents that sometimes because she didn't say anything to me. She was just there and it gave me relief. And so I said, okay, so I'm trying to call us an Uber so we can go and get to the graduation. Um, but the Uber wasn't really working. I was having difficulty getting Uber to work. And then I woke up. And so I say all this to say, just like what we read here in Revelation 3, um, at the top of it, you know, uh, from verse 14. No, 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 I'm sorry. Verse 16. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. There were so many chances while I was on that train to get off. There are several. Not many, but, you know, there were, there were a few, I'll say. And I still made a conscious decision to stay on the train. God is offering you so many times to turn your life around. He's coming to you, telling you in dreams. He's giving you the access code 
to set the alarm, to warn his people to save your family, to save yourself. And oftentimes, just like that train ride, you're just a couple of hours away. You're not that far off and away and alone to being saved. And I'm telling you, at the last minute, if you call, like, you don't have much time. Because before you know it, things are going to go into full speed, full speed ahead bullseye. And you'll be heading to complete and utter destruction, complete death. And if you call out to the Lord right now and repent of your sins, he's going to save you. He'll save you. And he'll help you find a way out of it. But you got to call on him now. You can't wait. I don't care what your family thinks of you. I don't care what your friends think about it. Nothing is ever going to be worth trading your eternal soul because that that evil, it's that, that fast life, that evil life, that sitting on the fence stuff, the new age, the witchcraft, the dibbling, the dabbling. It's not going to help you. The only thing that can help you is the blood of Jesus. which was offered to us as the greatest gift that you could ever receive to make you whole so that you have a chance to speak with the Holy Spirit that lives within you and repent and then walk freely and forgive yourself. The Father will remember it no more so you you don't have to worry about it if you just continue to live upright. And I'm telling you, there are more for you than against you. There are more people who are just as hungry about the the real truth. And there's, God is not going to bring you into his word and not give you support. Not give you a family. So that you're not walking this path alone he's one he's with you and two he's going to bless you with people along the way who are going to help enrich you scriptures here to tell you and then I'm going to let you go but and I've been thinking of this you know what true repentance looks like I've been thinking of you know so okay so now what what happens after you repent you know and the Lord explained to me well you're you're free 
I heard something the other day on social media that said, you know, you don't you don't have to keep reliving your traumas. You know, so once you repent and once the Lord set you free, because we know in John, I believe it's John 8, where it's, you know, he who is free is free indeed. Um, it's John 8, 36. So if the Son sets you free, you are truly free. When you repent, you are free. You're free from that 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 bondage. Um, Donnie McClurk in one of my favorite gospel songs, he sings and stand. You know, after you've done all you can, you just stand. And there's a part in the course, you know, he's just like, stand and be sure. Be not entangled in that bondage. Again, you just stand and be sure that God has a purpose and God has a plan. You're starting over. You repent and you start over. You're free. This is what happens afterwards. And you just walk in that favor. You just walk in that acceptance that now that the Jesus Christ, we know that Jesus Christ conquered death, hell, and the grave, rose on the third day, he did all of that, was crucified, buried, and rose again. He did all of that for our sins so that we can repent. We're no longer lukewarm. We can repent and then have that freedom. And then you don't have to walk in that trauma anymore. Now there's, you know, there's going to be times where the Lord is going to tell you to minister to people. And he's going to tell you to tell your testimony. And he'll give, you know, you just stand in that truth. He'll give you the the words to say. He'll give you the context. He'll he'll tell you what to release and what you don't have to relive to release, you know, if you're if you're called to do that. Just trust him. But the least you can do is just say, Lord, I repent and stand in that. And to do that daily, you repent of your sins daily. This is why we say the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. You know, and that part's very important. It's that daily bread, that daily dose of God, that daily dose of Jesus. Father, forgive us. We repent. And continuing on to the Lord's Prayer. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord gave us the access code. It's all right there. They even put it in Build-A-Bears now, if you want. (laughs) Take that to bed with you. Whatever you do, don't be lukewarm. Whatever you do, don't dally. 
Don't linger in that sin. You don't have to. God loved us so much that he gave us Jesus Christ to have relationship with with us, to give us the model, the example, the blueprint. And then he died for us. He took on all of, he nailed all those passions to the cross. All of our dirty, wretched, wretched, ghetto selves. He took all of that for us so that we would have the daily bread every day to speak to the Holy Spirit and ask for repentance and help and deliverance and forgiveness. You know, when you really look at the word repent in itself, and I should have started with this, but I, I forgot you look at the definition of repentance it is to feel or express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin it's also to view or think of with deep regret or remorse feel regret or penitence about Impentinence can mean the action of feeling or showing sorrow and regret for having done wrong repentance. And just even reading that definition, it just sounds so heavy. And you don't have to carry that load anymore on your back you don't have to when you could just repent and give it to the Lord so that he can he can take that sorrow away he can take those wrongdoings away you don't want to walk in that for the rest of your life that'll weigh you down and it's a slippery slope just like that roller coaster I was on in that dream if you stay on it just because you're curious you you know to see what's next to see what's above there's nothing but death above or ahead of you there's nothing but death ahead of you destruction ahead of you and the enemy doesn't care It's all about getting as many souls to drag down with him. It has nothing to do with saving you. So you could just stop and repent now. Through the the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And at this time, I would like to plead the blood of Jesus over every listener that is listening to the sound of my voice. I pray protection over you. And I pray that if you are on the on the fence about anything, that the Lord open your eyes and come rescue you and save you. As you come into agreement with this word of repentance, as you begin to have faith that Jesus Christ lived, died for your sins, and rose to save you. 
because he loves you, because the Father loves you. We cancel every single plan of the enemy. He cannot touch you. You've repented. You are a new creation through Christ. And you deserve a second chance or a third chance or a fourth chance. However many times that train door wants to open before pure destruction. We cancel that destruction in the name of Jesus Christ over your life. I don't care what anybody has to say about the decisions that you make in choosing Christ today, but I want you to know that you are making the best decision of your life. And for your family, to the thousand, two thousand generation and onward. It's bigger than you. Somebody needs to know that what you're doing right now, choosing God, choosing Jesus, choosing to repent, it's bigger than you. You're a bad man or woman walking because if you get saved, so does everybody else that's attached to you. It's that deep. And it's that simple. All because you changed your mind overnight. Amen. So, I was also up in my word. And um, I was reading Ephesians. And it, it, it'll kind of tie everything together too. Ephesians 2. And the subtitle for this is Made Alive with Christ. This is what happens after you repent. Okay? Verse 1. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He's the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. I'm going to stop right there and I end it on verse 10. So that's Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. Ephesians 2 1 through 10 alright now I'm going to um, I'm going to just continue to read the entirety of Ephesians 2 it's just so good Okay, this is how you walk in your favor when you know that God is good 
God is good all the time. This is what you do. When you know that you've been bought with a price, when you know your worth, when you know your value, you know, it's just like when you, when you go and get a new pair of shoes or you go and you get a new outfit, can't nobody tell you nothing, right? You bought it with a price, a good price, either you had on a good bargain or you, you spent some money or whatever, you feel good. When you show up to a party and you got on a nice, brand new, shiny outfit, you know, or you finally have your style just right, you know, and posing for the gram, posing for Snapchat, posing for TikTok with your little dance, you know, you just, you're, you're the stuff, right? This is how it feels to be one with Christ. This is how it feels when you, every day, when you repent of your sins, you are putting on new clothes, um, you, you know, your new wineskin, and it shows. And this is what you look like walking out in that favor. This is what we say here at the favorite things, right? F things, favorite things. This is what you look like when you repent. This is what you feel like. And it's an unexplainable joy when you know that you have been forgiven and you're walking in your birthright of, of the light that God has for you. And I know some days may feel as though you know this this Christ walk as I always say is not a cakewalk some days are going to be a little tough but I'm telling you that what you're working on in the inside and working that faith muscle and and changing and being transformed by the renewing of your mind your reward is so great and then eventually it becomes habitual. So you just you just know it produces confidence. It produces, what do we call it? Godfidence. Mary Mary used to say, it's the God in me. It's the God in me. What is it you think you see? It's the God in me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I miss when gospel songs were catchy, effective, and just so much fun. Not saying that they still aren't, you know, because listen, I've been on a trap gospel kick, side note, and uh, it's some dope stuff out there. Um, None of them I know by name just yet, but. Maybe I'll just come on here and just list a whole bunch of trap gospel that I listen to. I think y'all like that. But anyway, let's go ahead and finish up Ephesians 2 so I can get you all on your way. Okay? Thank you for being so patient with me. Okay, so... I stopped at verse 10, right? Okay. 11. And this is going to be about oneness and peace in Christ. 11. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But now, <laughs> oh, but now, come on, verse 13. But now you've been united with Christ Jesus. 
once you were far away from God, but now you've been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. 14. For Christ himself was brought, has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles and one people in his own body on the cross. He broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death and on the cross and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. I'm going to pause there and we're almost done. Did you catch that verse 18? Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Because of what Christ has done for you, my beautiful favorite family, you can repent. It's that daily bread. The Bible says man does not live on bread alone. But this but he wasn't talking. He was he was what he was saying when Jesus spoke about man does not live on bread alone. He was talking about that parable. He wasn't talking about the fact that you know, you, you live just by eating, you know, you live by God's bread. Jesus Christ is the bread of life. And because of what he has done, you could feast on that. You can feast on the word of Christ, on the bread of life every day. Because of what Christ did, he died so that we can have relationship with the Holy Spirit who is on the inside of us. Listen, New Age has betrayed some people saying that you are gods and God it says no you are absolutely not God but you do have a helper on the inside of you where you can access come on you can have access to the Alpha and Omega you can have access to Jehovah Jireh God the provider you can have access to Yahweh to El Shaddai, God Almighty. You have access to him. The author and the finisher of our faith, like the beginning and the end, he's there. And if you repent, he will, he will have relationship with you. We grieve the Holy Spirit every day, known and unknown, which is why we have to continue to repent. Even like nobody is holier than thou. You know, side note, side story, and I don't want to get off track. I was looking on social media the other day, and uh, some uh, a big name in the gospel community was being confronted by like a street preacher with a megaphone. And in, I believe the street preacher was just telling him to repent. And that whatever he was doing, he wasn't in the right. 
and this man just kind of sat in the, the, I'm sorry, y'all, the gospel, famous gospel person. Um, they just kind of wanted to not really argue, but they didn't want to agree. And so here's my thing. Here's your chance to humble yourself before the Lord and to show people who you really are. And you you decide to just act stupid <laughs> because you think you really think that you're the ho- holier, too holy to just admit that you repent, whatever it is that you did wrong, and for the Lord to give you correction. I'm not here to judge. I'm just telling you what I saw and the truth. Never be afraid of repentance to the Lord. I don't care how silly you look. I don't care if somebody's um, putting you online or not. Like You need to make sure that in your heart at the end of the day that you can walk boldly and be an example for folks that may be weak in faith. You never know how you're going to be used in these moments. I'm not saying bow down to demons at all. No, I'm not saying that at all. I rebuke that. No, no, no. But I am talking about you being humble enough to show the world what true repentance looks like. Because Jesus Christ did that for us and died on that cross. He didn't argue about that. And he had his human moments He had his fleshly moments as he was dying and asked the Lord, why have you forsaken me? But that's because the Holy Spirit, God, he couldn't couldn't face the sin. But he was still there with him. Jesus, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And for you to stand on the street corner trying to go back and forth with this person that is pleading with you. How dare you? It's a shame. So this is why I'm here today to tell you all to repent. I don't care how silly or stupid you look. I don't care because you never know when your test is going to come. You never know what kind of moment's going to come where your faith will be tested. It could be on a street corner. It could be in your in your room at night at 4 a.m. like I am right now. It can be in public. It can be in private. It can be in front of your kids, your family. But you've got to get, we've got to get stronger in our walk. But that's not what this message is about. This message is about just simply letting go and surrendering your plans for life that of the Lord's because with repentance it's going to come correcting but I'm here to tell you this is this is what it looks like when you walk it out it's okay we start off in Ephesians 2 once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins skip to verse 4 but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. God is a merciful God. 
Don't let anybody scare you out of having your relationship with God. Don't let them. So I'm going to go ahead and finish up this word. The subtitle for this is a temple for the Lord. It's verse 19. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. 20. Together, we are his house. Built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself. We are carefully joined together in him becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of his dwelling where God lives by his spirit. family and one last thing I want to clarify you know I mentioned Gentile a lot in in Ephesians right and um, I did a little research and to simply put it the term Gentile describes any and every person of non-Jewish heritage the Old Testament often describes the Gentiles as tribes who worship other gods representing other nations um, that were often hostile towards Israel and warred with them and exiled their uh Israel's people and so the significance of that and you again go back and continue to read read different chapters before after read the entire chapter again go back and read the revelations verse on revelations 3 19 through 22 again read Ephesians 2 again go ahead and read some of John 8 everything that we touched today because it's it's God bringing all of his people together whether you're Jew, whether you're not a Jew, whether you believed in other gods before this, whether you worshipped other th- other people, places, things, whatever it was. Repent now before the time is too late. You are not that far away from your breakthrough and living in your best saved life yet and walking in your favor which is eternal life through Jesus Christ. I know it's scary for some people, but I assure you that you don't you don't have to you don't got to go down with the ship. <laughs> okay? This is not the Titanic. This is a sure saving. There's room for you on this life raft, okay? Or, or on the on the door, Jack. <laughs> There's room for you. There's still room. There's still time for you to just stop what you're doing and try Jesus. You know, all those other religions, all those other beliefs. You see, everybody believes in peace. But a lot of those religions, they don't offer forgiveness. They don't offer just one savior with free will and forgiveness. 
Because when you choose Jesus, you learn to you learn that the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. And they'll help you make amazing decisions. They'll help you make decisions where you can have fun, where you can where you're not living this restricted lifestyle. A lot of these other religions are state and I'm being very vague right now because I'm I'm just talking. I'm just talking to you, right? A lot of these other religions, they don't really issue peace. If so, then people would be so offended by Jesus Christ himself. You know, you got to watch what you say on TV and award shows. And you got to watch what you say. And, you know, they even make contracts now where you can't say Jesus. Like, why is that? But see, all these other religions, aren't aren't y'all good vibes and peace and whatever? But you're, so, you're still so offended by Jesus. My Jesus wasn't offended by any of you all. It clearly says Jews and Gentiles. He's accepting of all of you. He loves you. He died for you. No matter what it is that you've done. True repentance will truly transform you. No matter what path you're on, the Lord is going to be with you. His rod and staff will comfort you. Go read Psalms 23. Yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. So there's going to be times in this walk after you repent where it's going to look a little dark. People may turn on you. Situations may come undone. But I'm telling you, it's all for your good. It's all for God's glory. It's all for your good, though. He's our Father. He gives us good gifts. Okay? But you just got to stand and believe Him. He's given you the access code to live a fruitful life. A life where you don't have to carry those burdens anymore. A life where you don't have to be around the perversion anymore. A life where you don't have to be around the manipulation anymore. A life where you don't have to be reliving those traumas anymore. You're free. It's over. In case you you didn't think that you had another way out, you do have another way out. You just need the access code. And the access code is to repent. And after you repent, forgive yourself. Forgive others. And let the Lord continue to do that, that good, good work in you that he started. It really is that simple. You die to your flesh. You just simply leave all that other stuff alone. I don't care what you got to do. Just be still. Repent. Let the Lord minister to you and do what he needs to do. Let the Holy Spirit do that work for you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you and intercede on your behalf with the Lord to guide you in the right direction. Because if you're planning to do anything crazy, I guarantee you the Holy Spirit's going to put a stop to that. (laughs) 
because you've repented. And it's already written. The Lord knew that you would come to him. And so now he's going to change your life for the better. Do you trust him? Do you believe? He who sets, he who the Son sets free is free indeed. And I know reading it from the NLT version is a little, uh, a little different than KJV, but you know we rolling with it. <laughs> so I could not go another night without telling you all about these dreams, about really really stepping into true repentance for this year going forward okay I love you all so much with the love of Christ and I want to thank you all for hanging in there with me for season 3 of the F things through the favorite things we've had a journey <laughs> we have had a journey all for three seasons and I just want to thank you first of all I want to thank my heavenly father for just giving me the downloads and giving me the courage to walk in this calling boldly in this ministry thank you to each and every one of you all at the sound of my voice for believing in what the Lord was trying to do here okay you all are amazing spread the word Go share this. Go back and listen to all your favorite episodes. I'm not sure when I'll be back with season four, but but just know that it's it's been an honor being able to dwell with you all um, as we walk with the Lord and become better versions of ourselves, become the best versions of ourselves, become the best favored versions of ourselves and of others. This is what the Lord has instructed, to go out and make fishers of men. So you all go out, repent yourselves, go out, tell others to repent. In whatever unique way the Lord has called you all to tell them to repent. Okay? Alright, so um, I love you all. Y'all go out there and walk in that favor. And Sia Michelle will see you on the other side um, in another season. Or maybe I'll start the vlogs. I don't know yet. I don't know. We'll see what the Lord has in store. But whatever it is, I know that it is going to be good. Have a lovely 2023. And I will, I'll see y'all soon, all right? All right. Sia Michelle's out. Bye-bye.